Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. It's my delight to come to you every day on the Charisma Podcast Network for 15 minutes of encouragement, Bible truth, and joy. On today's podcast, we'll talk about the difficulty and the challenge of loving yourself. You know, sometimes the most difficult person to forgive is yourself, isn't it? Well, the book of 1 John teaches every one of us to live a life of no condemnation. I'm in. How about you? This is Carol McLeod, and I'm honored to be your host as we study the book of 1 John in this Bible study entitled, All You Need Is Love. The verses we're going to study today are power-packed from beginning to end. And listen, who doesn't struggle with condemnation? We all do. We're all so hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up emotionally and spiritually nearly every single day. The mistakes we've made in our history speak loudly to us. Well, First John and the Holy Spirit are going to talk to you today about that very issue. Let's begin by reading from First John chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments and do the things that are pleasing in His sight. This verse talks about the problem that our heart has. Our heart often condemns us. Our heart often reminds us of all the things we have done wrong in our lives. But listen, we have to go to the heart of our issues and tell our heart that Jesus is Lord. We have to remind our heart every single day that the work on the cross was a complete work and that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, to those who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. That's truth from Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Listen, if Jesus doesn't condemn us, then what business does our heart having in attempting to condemn us. Let Jesus be Lord in your life. Don't let your heart have the last word, but allow Jesus to have the last word. If Jesus doesn't condemn you, then don't condemn yourself. Just Keep chasing after the Holy Spirit. He'll keep you going in the exact right direction. And now do you see what else 1 John 3, 22 says? And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. This verse tells us that when we obey the word of God, when we please Jesus with our daily choices, that it improves our prayer lives. Our prayers get through to heaven when our lives are honoring God, when sin is not in the way. 
You know, I have always loved Psalm 37, 4, ever since I was a young woman in college. Let me read this verse to you. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. You know, if you look at this particular verse from a very shallow point of view, what you think that it means is if you're pleasing God, if you're loving Him every day, then He'll give you whatever you ask for. He'll give you the desires of your heart. If you want a brand new house, you'll get it. If you want a car, you'll get it. But let's not translate that verse. Let's not interpret that verse from a shallow perspective. Let's go into the depths of Psalm 37.4 and remind ourselves what it actually means. Delight yourself in the Lord. That means all the pleasure you have in life should come from Him, that you're just delighted with Him, that you have the sweet love relationship with the Lord. And when you do, He will give you desires. He will actually place desires in your heart that are in accordance with His will and with His way. There's a blessing when you delight yourself in the Lord. He'll actually give you desire for the way He wants you to live. Let's move on in 1 John chapter 3 and read verses 23 and 24. This is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and that we love one another just as He commanded us. The one who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he abides in him. We know by this that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given to us. Listen, it all boils down to this. Wow, it all boils down to these two verses. These two verses take our vital signs in how well we're living for Christ on a daily basis. So let's take your vital signs. Let's ask some pertinent questions that determine your vitality in Christ. Are you alive in Christ or aren't you? The first question is this. Have you said yes to God the Father? Have you said yes to Jesus the Son? It all begins there. And then, have you repented of your sins and asked Jesus to come into your heart? Have you done that? Question number three, are you walking in darkness or in the light? Number four, are you practicing lawlessness, which is also known as sin? Are you? Be honest with yourself. What part of your life do you need to change? How can you practice righteousness in your life? Number five, are you keeping his commandments? Is your life under the principles that are found in the word of God? Number six, how are you treating those people in your world? Are you loving everybody all of the time? And finally, number seven, are you abiding in Christ? Are you hanging out in Him and with Him? Are you resting in a relationship with the Lord? When you do those things, you're alive. You have vitality in Jesus Christ. Let me read to you one last time, 1 John 3, 24, and let me just explain it to you a little further. The one who keeps his commandments abides 
in him. You know, keeping the commandments of the Lord should never be burdensome. It should never be too hard for you. Keeping the commandments of the Lord is not legalism. It's freedom at its finest. It's living an abundant life. And when we keep his commandments, the abiding that we do in him is so restful and so restorative. The one who keeps his commandments abides in Christ, and then Christ abides in the person who keeps his commandments. It'll give you a love relationship with God the Father. It will give you an intimacy with him that you've never known before. Verse 24 goes on to say, we know by this that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given to us. The Holy Spirit has been sent to give you power and to complete the work that Jesus Christ did in your life. The Holy Spirit has been given to us to seal the work done inside of you. So welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. Just say it. Say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I cannot do life without you. Holy Spirit, if I don't have you, I'm going to condemn myself. Holy Spirit, if I don't have you, I'm going to have a really difficult time obeying the commandments of the Lord. And it's the Holy Spirit's delight and pleasure to keep your spiritual pulse beat at a healthy speed. Don't you just love the Holy Spirit and the role that he's been called to play in all of our lives? Well, let's continue on into 1 John chapter 4 and read the first three verses. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. But you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that it is coming and now is already in the world. So now John tells us to test the spirits. And in these verses, we have spirit with little s and we have a spirit with a big S. So let's look at the different spirits that John is talking about in these first three verses of chapter four. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. That's with the little s. So this is not the Holy Spirit, but these are the spirits that are roaming around the earth, spirits that are not from God. But test the spirits with a little s. You must test the spirits that speak to you. You must test the spirits that come your way to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God, the capital S Spirit. By this you know the Holy Spirit. And then we see another little s. Every spirit, little s, that confesses that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh is from God. But every spirit with a little s that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the little s spirit of the Antichrist. 
and of which you have heard that is coming and now already is in the world. So John is saying, test the winds of your culture. Don't believe that just because something is popular or just because something is appealing that it's from God. John says, test the spirits, which means to examine closely. My friends, be wide awake mentally and spiritually. Grow as a Christian in your knowledge and in your faith. Don't just take everything that anyone says as truth. John is raising his children in the faith to be wise and to be discerning. He's saying, test the spirits. And this is a fairly broad test. It's true or false. It's yes or no. It's not fill in the blank or essay. This is the test. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord or not? Do you believe that Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man? Do you believe that Jesus died on the cross? for your sins? Do you believe that Jesus was resurrected from the dead? Do you believe that the work of Jesus on the cross was a complete work? Do you love Jesus? I hope that you answered yes. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.